Do you struggle with keeping on top of dinners? Is life really busy, but you still want to eat great food? Well, you've come to the right place. Join myself and David as we help you with easy everyday food, recipes made simple, tips and tricks, and we'll answer your culinary questions with lots of laughs along the way. Welcome to the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Sarah Butler at Home podcast. It's David over here. It's Sarah over... Hello. There. You're a bit, over here. You're a bit low. I'm going to have to talk to you a bit louder. Okay. You think with all your experience now that you'd know... Know what? That you have to be closer to the microphone. Yeah, but I don't want to have my, my squeaky voice. Your, Too squeaky. My squeaky voice. Can you unsqueak my voice? Oh, yeah, we can work miracles here <laughs> at, at the podcast Filter towers. my voice. Um, I was looking, it's probably October. Was it? Well, that's not too bad. It's not great. We thought we'd get Christmas, but it was just, just very busy. It was chaos. And actually, um, I can tell our dear listener that today, uh, recording this, it is the middle of January and you brought me a Christmas present. I did. I haven't opened it now yeah. and I will open it after the podcast. It's been wrapped and everything and yeah. I was so organised and I had bought it plenty of time and it's been in the sitting room in its bag since. Yeah. And it's and been in my car for the past week. <laughs> it's gone. It's been all over the country, yeah, this little bag. So, um, so it, it, if there's another podcast after this, you'll know that it was a good present. Yeah. And if there's not another podcast, exactly. you know it's a bad present. And we're a bit excited today because it might be the middle of January and lots of people are on dry January. Do you do any New Year's no. resolutions, anything like that? Uh, I like to take things up as opposed to give things up. Okay. So I'm going to take up audiobooks, more audiobooks. Listening to audiobooks. I can't read a book because it makes me tired. Um, so I'll stick an old audiobook on and I'll put my earphones in when yeah. I'm cooking or cleaning. It also, it's great because it cancels out the sound of annoying kids and husbands and things like that. And External cats noises meowing disappear. looking for food. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a great way to get through. But apparently Barbara Streisand's one. Have you heard about Barbara Streisand's okay. one? Barbara Streisand's autobiography, her audio book of it is now, I'm prone to exaggeration, but I think it's 48 hours long. Wow. And what people say is, because uh, so well, an audio book for that is they actually read the book themselves. Does she read it herself? She yeah. does. But when she does the audio book, apparently, so she might say, I turned down the road and I met... David Cawley. Uh, David Cawley. And that reminds me about David Cawley. So in the audio book, she goes off on tangents. Oh, she's additional information. That she hasn't okay. put into the... Yeah. So people say it's a fabulous one, but 48 hours. That's a long time. It's a yeah. lot of talking. It's a lot yeah. of talking. But you can get some great audiobooks out there. What would be your audiobook of choice? I don't... The audiobooks that I listen to are more like self-help ones. Like um, right now I'm learning 99 tricks to talk to anybody. Oh, you know, those great. kind of ones. You know, there's like 21 books that you should read in your life. And they're all these kind of ones that I suppose make you a better person socially and that kind of thing I was looking at um, you were it was a long time ago probably podcast 21 you were talking about The Secret yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I started following the secret on my socials. Mm. And every now and then, random, it just comes up with something. Yeah. And you are how you think, so think good and stuff. And I go, oh, yeah. yeah you're a good reader, though. You have lots of books. You read. Not anymore. I'm not really. They're not just really. there for show, to They're, look intelligent. Yeah. I, I, I read when I'm on holidays. Yeah, same. Because yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, but my mind instantly, in, if I pick up a book this evening, instantly starts wandering off. Yeah, it's awful hard to get the focus. Yeah, and then I've read two pages and I go, oh, what was on that page? It's a bit like when I was doing the Leaving Search or Junior Search. It's a bit like when you're in school and you're reading going, not 
that's not gone in. No. I used I, to have to write everything down. Yeah, not a clue. So yeah. my, my mind is a busy mind. Mm. So it, I, I, maybe when I'm on holidays and I, I can stop for a little while, then I can concentrate on a book. But otherwise, um, no, I haven't. And New Year's resolution? I don't do New Year's resolutions because I believe, you know, p- people say New Year and New You. I mm. think New Year, same you. Yeah, You're going exactly. to be doing the same yeah, shit. Yeah. It's a and lot of pressure on people. It is like, a lot oh. of pressure, yeah. So I, I genuinely, because a couple of things I've done in the past... Uh, which I've just randomly started and uh, during the year, mm. uh, then you're not under pressure. You're not under as much pressure. Now, I did yet. give up the cigarettes at the New Year originally, 20 years ago, I gave up the cigarettes. That was on a New Year. But uh, apart from that, no, uh, I think that uh, the New Year's resolution is a bit of a disaster. And it just puts extra pressure that people don't need at the beginning of the year. Absolutely. And as you said, dry January, a lot are doing, but we're not. No, we're going shit. to the pub. Yeah, after we'll go this. to the pub. Because it's nice and quiet. Yeah. Because everybody's on dry January. Yeah. And there are absolutely no crack. There's nothing on telly. It's short nights. This is the time to go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah, so we're heading for a few pints after the podcast. Yeah, because we've got lots to celebrate. Have we? <laughs> yeah, we've got <laughs> lots to celebrate. Loads has happened since the last time we chatted. Goldfish here in the corner. <laughs> what day is it? Oh what my God, I, I spent the entire Tuesday this week 100% convinced it was one day like. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that regularly on a th- where I get up on a Wednesday and think it's Thursday. Oh gosh, I'm mithered most of the time. Yeah, but that's because your Mondays have become very exciting. Mm. Maybe that's why, actually, I was in Dublin on Monday, so it kind of cancelled mm. out the full day. So, dear listener, just in case you don't know, and I'm sure they probably do know, um, uh, Sarah started a new adventure, which is talking to people on the radio on a Monday on News Talk Radio just after 12.30 about food. Am I right? Mm. So it's the lunchtime show with Andrew Gilligan, and it's all about batch cooking and helping people. Like kind of what I do already on Instagram but on the radio so I go up to Andrea and we have a little taste of something that I've made and talk about it <gasps> oh um, Andrea gets to taste something does, go, sorry yeah. go on, keep going I actually had great intentions you did That's every, again listener listen to every podcast <laughs> great intentions you shut up now or that Christmas present is coming home with me <laughs> <laughs> but go on um, so yeah so we have maybe 10 or 15 minutes and we'll chat about food and batch cooking and tips and things like that um, so yeah it's lots of fun uh, really enjoyable so t- tell me about the experience now because um, you're, you're going up to because th- that's in Marconi House I think so there's lots of radio stations in there yeah yeah so we headed up and um, you know me I'm like mm-hmm. I haven't a notion what I'm doing or where I'm going mm-hmm. or how it's going to go. So you did I'm, text me and she says, as long as I don't use the C word. Yeah, that's always my biggest <laughs> worry because like people... It could slip out. It's funny when people, friends of mine, you know, they might be talking and, and it, or they might be in a picture with me. Uh, I know one good close friend and uh, a school gate mother or father said, oh my God, you know her? And she's like, oh yeah, we're great friends. And well, she's like, she's really... You know, lovely or whatever, because um, I am. You know. Yeah, lovely person. And he was just like, "Oh my God, she's a mouth like a sailor." Like, yeah, I really do. <laughs> I don't know how I can filter it. So that was my biggest worry was that I didn't say anything, uh, but I didn't. So um, the lovely, warm, nice studio. Lovely. I didn't know what to expect. So I went in and there was a doorman and he had to let me into the lift and off I went. And I went in one door in the lift and then the door behind me open, opened and then it was like a big, huge. Um, Big, huge office space with loads Reception of desks. Area. Um, there people were all busy, people newsing busy. and talking. And there new, more newsing yeah. and talking. And logos of news talk <laughs> everywhere. So then Pat Kenny just like rocks across. How are you and doing? I'm like, oh, for God's sake, this is pure mental. Yeah. And your man Moncrief was there on a yeah. computer. And Excellent broadcaster. Yeah. So I had my little bag of tricks with me and went off in and I had quiche and brown bread. And Andrea came out and we were chatting. I would have kind of crossed paths with her, but never spoke to her on Ireland DM when mm-hmm. I used to cook there. She was on after me. 
So she'd be waiting and maybe that's because she had suggested me to the producers, which was great. So it's funny how one thing will lead to another. Um, so yeah, went in, a real cool studio, real funky and bright and like white and the logo lit up and a cool kind of, uh, the table was like a big square. Um, and we were oh yeah, also videoed as I was, I was heading down. Like, she said big square and yet she made a, a circle big, with her hand. A big so. square desk, <laughs> like you could jump into the middle of it and do a dance yeah. uh, if you wanted. And uh, <laughs> as, I, as I was heading down, the producer was like, oh, we're also filmed. Is that OK? You're going to be filmed. I don't know where this would have been broadcast. And I was like, thank God yeah. I wore makeup today. Because on their socials. Yeah. And I didn't come up in my That's taxi. why their studios are very bright. Yeah. Yeah, so they should put up little clips and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, but there was always that, uh, like she was so professional. She was like, sorry now if I'm talking away she was talking to me and then she was talking to the producer and then she was checking with the guy outside and okay 20 seconds and I was like <gasps> and 10 seconds you know that that <laughs> countdown I was like oh Jesus yeah and yeah, then you're yeah. live and you just can't think about it you're like I'm just yeah. talking to her you always said that to mm. me just pretend it's just, just, just the two talking. of you talking yeah. but she was very very nice and mm. made it so easy my so, simple yeah. rule is very easy when you're particularly when it comes to radio because radio is very one-to-one it's very personal much like a podcast is so yeah. you know people aren't all sitting in a room listening to us now they've yeah. probably got headphones in out for a walk. they're out for a walk yeah. or they're in the car they're going for a drive they're making their dinner they're doing something like that so it's a very personal thing mm. uh, and what i used to do on radio terms was picture somebody uh, the other side and say if i'm not making sense to them and then i'm not making sense to anybody yes. so you pick somebody that maybe would be going what who? What? Mm. Uh, and then it would it would force you to slow yourself down to speak more. And even though I speak at 100 miles an hour I on the radio. Know, that's something I just sound like you need to slow down. You're talking really quickly. They always uh, say to you, if you think you're speaking too fast or too slow, you're probably speaking at the right speed. Oh, really? For radio, yeah. So okay. if you think that you're just going a little bit too, too slow. slow for radio, you're probably where they need you to be. No. But I always go, but then I can't say all the things I want to say. Yeah, before the song starts yeah you're on a time frame yeah because uh, somebody said to me the last day I was talking about I had started a song and I talked about a um, a piece that I had read about uh, there was a survey in 2012 where it said uh, 8 out of 10 only 8 out of 10 men change their underwear every day what so I read that and instantly my mind goes into I've lots of things to say about that but the song had started okay. so I go uh Lads, will you just change your jocks for God's sake? And then, then I was thinking, like, how could they do it? So, so Monday they'd wear them frontwards, Tuesday oh, they wear them backwards, it. Wednesday they turn them inside out. They get a week out of that, <laughs> but you have to do it before the. So I'm like rushing it like a racehorse yeah. to get it in before the song starts. Um, I uh, I think it's a fabulous adventure. Um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, we, it's like we'll see how it goes. Don't really I'm know not, how long you know, it's going to go for, but tw- sure. Twenty five years on radio, always yeah. trying to get to the top. Not jealous at all. The fact that you waltz in there <laughs> to a national station <laughs> and take over and I go what about me David left me locked in a room and he'll be heading for Dublin with a blonde wig on and a quiche <laughs> yes I'm Sarah and I'm here I think I was affected you know the first time I ever went for a radio interview yeah it was for a job mm. um I went for the interview. It was around Christmas. I'll never forget it because I got the train to the place and then I couldn't drive so Jane collected me on the way back. And I went in for the interview for a job Yeah. and the guy says to me, yeah, I've had to listen to your tape and to be honest with you, I think you got like kind of some kind of a speech problem. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and I went, really? And he said, yeah, I don't think you're pronouncing your words right. So you might need to go away and, and I was like, I might need to go away. Oh my God. So, that's awful oh it's horrendous that knocked me for a thousand so I went home in the car and it's funny because now that particular radio station 
use my voice no for radio ads all the time. That's mad. I might get five or six requests every week from them Jeez, to use my voice for ads. That's crazy. And I will do them with delight as long as that bastard. Is he still on the go? I don't think he. No, he's well gone from there. <laughs> but I, he was kind of. He became my mission in the end. So I will get to news talk someday. Come on, I'm on this one. Yeah, just, I just sit <laughs> beside on me, you. Going, you can be my driver. Hello, Mike. You're a bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his name is Mike. I can't remember. Hello, Mike. Just want to say you're a bollocks, and oh, here I am now with me speech impediment. <laughs> Let's talk about food. Yes. Oh, by the way, congratulations. I'm oh, very thanks. excited for you, I'm, and I'm not one. But Let's not get too excited. I have Turn told, around after two weeks and say, actually, Sarah, it's not really working out. Yeah, there's something wrong in. with your voice. It's really squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> there's like animals going wild. Stop. But I've always told you, and I told you on this platform, and I'll tell you on every platform. I think these are just stepping stones because you're just going. And oh, I just, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on at the bottom. <laughs> just going. Bring me with you. Come um, along for the ride. Let's talk soup. Let's talk soup. Um, so it's soup season. Yeah. So here we it's are, New Year. So cold. Pe- yeah, cold. I think it's the coldness that makes people want soup, not the health benefits of it. Because um, it's so cold, you can't beat. And it's so easy to make a soup quickly. Like, obviously, a Guinness stew or a, a lovely casserole is lovely too, but that takes a long time. Soup is the quickest belly warmer in this weather. Now, lots of people who listen to this and me... Yeah. Grew up with the package soup. Yeah. We grew up with, stir that, mm-hmm. right, keep stirring it. Yeah. And Remember the powdery. The, the little bits of peas. Yeah, like the, they were dehydrated and yeah. you'd have to hydrate them again. It was lovely though. I remember that. I used to love that. Four day walks used to have it. It was nice yes. soup. Except if there was a pocket that didn't get. Mm. And there was like a little bit of flour. Dry dust. Yeah. Yeah, dry dust. Uh, and, and then if you look now, these days, you look at the package now and you look at the salt. You go. Ah, stop. Uh, you don't have to worry about them things when you're young. But as you get older, unfortunately, you do. You do. And now, I suppose, now you really do because there's all sorts of crazy things. I thought you were looking at me. I thought you were looking. Now no. you really do. Oh, no. I've seen how you failed. Uh, no. uh, so we're talking soup. So. Your basic soup. So when going for a basic vegetable soup, what would you do? Um, the biggest problem people have with soup is they add way too many vegetables. And that's what I've got from the feedback, my vegetable soup recipe that's on my page. Uh, it's like one carrot, a small potato, a leek or an onion. Um, if you have a bit of broccoli and a little bit of red pepper is always nice in there. Um, so there's very little actual vegetables, but it's the amount of stock that you're adding in on top. Because someone blitz it and go... Oh, it's like baby food. Yeah. Because you have too many vegetables Particularly in Particularly something like a potato, which will fill it out. It really does, out. Yeah, yeah. And it's got that starchiness. So that's the first thing. And like, there's no rules, I suppose. Obviously, you'll want something oniony. So you can have a, um, an onion or you can have a leek. Yeah, leek is always um, good for soups. Leek is a great one because it's not really strong and your kitchen doesn't smell like onions and sweat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the worst thing with soup. It is. Yeah, and that's where the soup makers are great. They don't leave a they smell don't. of soup in your house. So I woke up on New Year's Day and said, I want soup, mm. but I don't want the fuss. So we went to the shop and bought a soup maker. Oh, I thought you were going to say you went to the shop and bought soup. <laughs> no, soup we soup maker. Yeah, 21 minutes. Love it. Ish, bosh, bosh. The only thing, it frightens the life out of you because it's sitting there, it's like a kettle, so it's boiling away and then it'll start going. Oh, so you don't even need to press a button to whiz. No, you can do a chunkier smooth. And then, oh, it, wow. it, then it goes into keep warm mode. So it goes, boop, and it keeps warm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and then you can just store it away. And oh. it doesn't make a gallon. It makes enough okay. for four of us to have Lovely. soup. Lovely, okay. Sorry, I've, got, I've gone off to... No, no, that's good to know. And I'm not going down any more gadgets because I have no more room in my house. <laughs> Literally, there's there's no presses anymore. We have a skip. 
<laughs> oh, did you get a skip? We got a skip. So I'll be putting stuff in and he'll be taking stuff back out again. <laughs> I've been driving around with four black bags in the back of my car all week going, I need to find one of them clothes banks. Yeah, uh, it's the dance we do with the skip. <laughs> she didn't put that in the skip. I'll take that back. Will we use that? Um, so yeah, no, I'm not getting any more gadgets. But yeah, anyways, back to soup. So you've got your onion, but kind of your onion ingredient, which would be your leek or your onion red or white a little bit of garlic is always good in there um, for flavor and so good for us then like celery is something that we rarely would have well we wouldn't you know happen to always have celery in the fridge yeah so i'll buy it i'll only ever use it in soups and bolognaises so you'll always have loads left over that you'll dump so i now chop it up and freeze it so that's really handy to just grab a handful of that um celery carrots butternut squash butternut squash i did a lovely and this will be on my page i have a potato and leek and a butternut squash, tomato and red pepper soup, mm-hmm. which is really good. That's and basil. Really good now, yeah. um, they'll be both be on my page Monday, tomorrow. Uh, what day is today? Monday the 15th. This is probably going um, out that day. Yeah, I... exactly. So they'll be on my page. But it's all about the flavours. So mm. adding in for the vegetable soup, I'll add in lots of frozen herbs, like fresh herbs that I've frozen. Again, so like, like thyme? Thyme, sage, a little bit of rosemary. And then at the very end, parsley. Yeah. before you blitz it and then with that butternut squash I did another one last year butternut squash uh, with like a little bit of curry garam masala chili. Um, we put chili in a soup mm, this week yeah because it kind of really warms you up as yeah, well as it's yeah. double whammy it's, so lovely. Like, it's a bit like your brown bread you've got your your basis like yeah. you have your stock and then you have your vegetables and make sure you have an onion in there somewhere along the way and whatever else you happen to have but then add in your flavour and that's so your herbs What what stock would you use for a vegetable soup? Uh, vegetable stock but I actually make uh, if I have a carcass chicken yes. carcass I'll make a, a, a broth a, chick- a, a bone a broth, broth. Okay. Okay. because I have the range but you could also do it in a slow cooker Yeah. so you've got a chicken dinner you have your carcass and I know it's it's gross and I know people are grossed out by like meat and the raw meat bottom and the side of it you're like oh don't look inside it because it's all brown and I'm not even going to think about it but lots of flavour oh my god it's it's not even the flavour it's the benefits there's so many nutrients in it and vitamins and because right now everybody seems to be sick and there's so many flus and bugs going you couldn't have better um, so basically you get your carcass and you pop it into your slow cooker or because I have a range with a low heat cooker um, into a big casserole dish add in like onions garlic carrot celery couple of vegetables for flavour top it up with water lid on bring it to a simmer and uh, throw it in your oven or just fire it into your slow cooker and ideally if you can i know it's not ideal but if you have a slow cooker or you have a range otherwise two two hours is fine but to really get the benefits and all those lovely compounds that come out of it out of the bones there's lots of collagen that comes out uh, when it's been cooked for 15 plus hours oh wow yeah that's the real like back in the bloody day where there was nothing and they used yeah. to eat this like um, the marrow from the, the bone the would marrow, come out. all yeah. that stuff mm. um, so you've got like collagen is the protein that comes out and there's vitamins compounds loads of nutrients in the bones but they don't come out unless they've been slow cooked for these 12-15 hours plus so I just threw it in overnight mm-hmm. and then you take it out and you strain it and there's your stock so I had it off stock and because it's quite um, concentrated like, and I mean, the jelly stock cubes that you will get and that I would kind of use most of the time when I don't have a chicken carcass bloody stewing in the oven for 12 hours. They're so full of salt. So yeah. I've started actually just using half of them. Yeah, we do the same. Half. And like, they're they're not really, it, there's not really anything great in them. Yeah. You know, they're kind of 
pretend stock things. Okay. Uh, if you look into it, which I have done, I'm like, oh, okay. So I just sometimes just throw in water instead. So I had got enough from that chicken carcass and like if you wanted you could take the meat off and have it as a in in the soup as well that's what i was going to say so yeah, if we yeah. wanted to meat up this soup oh yeah take the chicken off because there'll be lots of chicken floating about there just don't think about it take the chicken out and strain it and then put the chicken back in be lovely with noodles but i had enough from that uh, to make two separate soups the potato and leek and the red pepper tomato and butternut squash because it was quite concentrated i only had maybe 300 mil um, but there was so much flavour in it. Yeah. And you could also bag it and freeze it. Okay, yeah, that's the thing about soups. Or you just can put do that. it in your fridge and if you're making a bolognese, just ladle a spoon in. Yeah. Like it's so good for you. Like mm-hmm. it really is. And I ate that. I had the potato and leek soup at half one and at half seven that evening. I was like Still full. I'm still full. Yeah. It's the mentalist thing. Yeah, it is, yeah. Really filling. Um side note uh, about your bolognese. No, we're not talking about bolognese, but side note about your bolognese. Have you, have you ever put milk in your bolognese? Yeah, that's what the Italians yeah. traditionally do, yeah. Yep. And a rind of uh, parmesan. Yes, yeah. So mm. there, yeah. So anyway, so that that's the stock. So that's the stock. Otherwise just buy your chicken stock. I mean it doesn't make you up or down, but it's just I suppose knowledge is power and it is a really, really good thing to have uh, just in your fridge and throw it into so many different things. If yeah. you're making a casserole, just ladle it in. Now with, with good soup, mm-hmm. we need good bread. Oh yeah. So what would you traditionally would you go for a nice homemade brown? Yeah, yeah. I had a lovely seedy bread actually on News Talk uh last week. And the thing about brown bread it's it's very basic. It's like a master recipe. So once you have 250 grams of plain flour or self-raising flour, if you're not using baking powder, and 250 grams of wholemeal flour, whether it's coarse or extra coarse, once you have them, then you have about 500 ml of buttermilk or milk, but preferably buttermilk, and an egg cracked into it. Okay. After that, you can add whatever you want. And it's the same. You can add in porridge oats, fistful of porridge oats, yeah, good. seeds, um, milled seeds, because I know when I did the CD one, the kids were like, ooh, what's that green thing? <laughs> That's snot. <laughs> That's snot. Bogies. Uh, just, just for you. It's Halloween bread. Uh, but you can actually get... Um, milled seeds in a bag so that's a really sneaky way of getting the seeds in because seeds are again another thing that are we should be eating a Chia. handful of seeds every day mm. chia seeds pumpkin seeds or if you don't like seeds you can add in raisins like you can really mix it up and then if you wanted to sweeten it up you can either put a little castor sugar in I put like maybe a tablespoon in or brown sugar or treacle I was going to say that treacle yeah. treacle melt it with a good spoon of butter mm. and add that in but that's the thing with brown bread. People are like, oh, it never works for me. But that's it. You've got your two flours, your buttermilk and your egg. And after that, add in. And kind of once you know the consistency that it's meant to be. And just don't overbeat it. Because okay. then it's going to go in and it'll be like a, a cow pat. And it'll just be flat. Yeah. So just bring it together and gradually add the, the buttermilk egg mixture in. Pour it in. Mix it with a kind of a stiff hand around the centre through the side. And all those air pockets in the bottom or the flower pockets tend to hide in the bottom. Yeah. So kind of push it out of the way and pour the rest in. And once it's just together, into your tin. Okay. Um, Into the oven? Into the oven um, and bake it. Generally after about 25 minutes, half an hour, the top is is golden and cooked. But it needs a remaining 25 minutes. Generally you're looking 50, 55 minutes at maybe 180, 200 degrees fan. But after half an hour, a lot of people will say to me, my crust is always burnt or when I cut it, my crust breaks. And yeah. that's because the crust is, con- it's the highest part. Yeah. It's not protected in the tin. 
so it kind of continues to cook, cook, get penetrated by the heat. So <laughs> it's a lot of stiff arms and <laughs> keep penetration. Moving. Keep, keep moving. moving. I've been looking out the window. You see, if I was on a national radio, yeah, said stiff that, arm and I penetration. Stop. We're all done. <laughs> Getting very sexual about brown bread. I is that what we're making? <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> go on, go on so anyway. I'll cover the top with tin foil once the top is ah. how you want it to look. So if you check it after half an hour, go oh that looks done, but it's actually not done on the inside. It's just done on the top. So so, so take it out, cover it in tin foil, and throw it back in for the last twenty five minutes. Okay. What about if you um if you started your oven a little bit higher and we'd say for the first five minutes, five minutes and then turned it down and then no, no. she's giving me the terrier teeth. No, oh, don't do that. No, don't do that. The other thing about people's ovens is um they're different temperatures oh in different God, parts of the oven. They all vary, and everyone will say you know it, it took me a little extra, or it took me a little bit less time. Uh, it really depends on the oven. Some are, are fan, others are non-fan. So you kind of get the hang of your own oven. But oh, they're all you, fans here. They're all fans. They're all fans. <laughs> Everyone's a fan. And another top tip: when you take it out, um, take it out of its tin, tap the bottom of it, and it should sound 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 solid. It should sound. Jesus, she's on YouTube. You're paranoid now. Sound. Stiff yeah. arms and top and bottoms. Sorry. What it should a- sound hollow. When you tap the bottom of it, you'll hear a hollow tap. I'm tapping my bottom tap now. Tap your bottom there, David. And my head is completely hollow. <laughs> well, we all know that. <laughs> and then wrap it in a clean tea towel. You clean. That you haven't used fabric softener with, or else your bread will taste of, of Lenore. Yeah. And leave it alone. And don't cut it until it's cooled. Yeah. So the best way to do it is to make it the night before and leave it wrapped up. And then in the morning, it'll cut perfectly. But you do need a good bread knife. Okay. Can you freeze it? You can freeze it whole half in slices. Perfect for freezing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, from the from from the brown bread to a, a focaccia bread. Mm. So you know. I'm imagining now, and I don't know. Are we involving rosemary and olive oil? Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, so this is like you know the way I get into obsessions with things. And oh, I you obsessed about things. And then you just keep going with it. And then a week later, I'll say, "What about that?" And you go, ah, I got rid of that. Yeah, no, no, I'm an expert at that now. I've moved on to something else. <laughs> go on. Um, like the creme brulee was one. This is my latest one. So the focaccia. I'm probably saying focaccia. It wrong. Focaccia. Is it is it kind of a pizza bread base? It's like a pizza bread. Okay. Exactly. Um, so it's like if a pizza and bread had a baby. So it's actually very easy to make because you just Put all the ingredients into a bowl. It's it's not really a needy one that you need. Pizza will be harder. It's time is what you need. So you're adding your yeast. It's a sourdough. So you're bringing up your dough. You let it rest. And then you proofing. You proof it. And then you have to fold it. So there's different types of folds. So I suppose it's like when okay. you're folding a towel. And that creates those layers. Then you leave it alone again for another half an hour. So you do that for a little bit. Throw it in your fridge overnight. And then you can see all the lovely little bubbles starting. Yes. It's like it's alive. Mm-hmm. So then you have to, olive oil is the trick, loads of olive oil. Into your tin, leave it alone and it'll kind of ooze out, bubble up. And then you can add whatever toppings. So I did sun-dried tomatoes, which Lovely. are very easy to yeah. make. You just have them and cook them on a really low heat in your oven and oh, they're wow. delicious. They're so tasty Okay. when you get them out. So I added sun-dried tomatoes and fresh herbs, rosemary, thyme, chili flakes, uh, pepper, and you do the thing with your fingers, so you put your fingers in and all bubbles so like up. like little wells. Yeah, yeah. it's mm. cool, it's fun to make. And it, again, it freezes great. So I had loads, I sliced it, froze it and I had it for like garlic bread. For yeah, that'd be nice. So evenings. it'd be a, a good bread for dipping in soup as well. Oh, so good for soup. Mm. Um, really good just to have with olive oil. Yeah. Um, 
or if you're having like people over for dinner it's a very impressive bread that's actually quite easy to make so oh. I'm going to get that recipe up on my page Focaccia we look forward to focaccia olives as well as something people put in it I'm not olives neither am I kind of salty aren't they olives I was talking about it because um, uh, uh, an olive looks very like a grape and you have to be very careful sometimes <laughs> you don't oh, put the olive that grape is off <laughs> or as what my poor dad did once he was, uh, he was with a friend of his and they were at a place and this kind of food came out um, you know, like the fast food came out mm. and his friend horsed into it and he said to me, Father, don't go near the chicken nuggets, Tony. They're completely gone off. Yeah. Garlic mushrooms. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Garlic mushrooms. There's nothing worse than you put something... Oh, no. Go oh, on. I nearly said, there's nothing worse than when you put something <laughs> in your mouth and it's not what you expect. <laughs> You really bring out the badness in me. News talk like she's on. <laughs> I don't know if should we put this out. They'll be like, that one is a liability. They're okay. Um, now, from there, I want to go to, um, we're sticking with a kind of a bread, but this one we uh, put in the oven. And I'm talking about uh, Yorkshire puddings. Yorkshire puds. This was another obsession that I was like, I have to get it just right. <laughs> uh, and in fairness, it was a recipe that I found online that had really good reviews. Um, so I said, I'll give this one a go. Yorkshire puds. Yeah. How do you make a Yorkshire, uh, so Yorkshire puds? Without are, going to Aunt Bessie, how do you get a Yorkshire puds? I tell you, I won't go to Aunt Bessie after you make your own. It's, again, <laughs> they're on my page and loads of people have tried them and sent me pictures. Of because them. they go different it's, shapes. It's the excitement of when you take them out and go, yeah. oh my gosh, they've blown up. Uh, so it's flour, eggs and milk. That's it. That's it. Um, how, how, it's when like 100 grams of flour, four eggs and 250 ml of milk and you just mix it up. The trick is you have your bun tray, like your fairy cake tray. Or a muffin tray if you want really big ones. And you put some sunflower oil in to the holes. Yeah. Um, just enough to cover the bottom. Because if you put too much in, they won't puff up. It's kind of like a popcorn, I suppose. Mm. You put that into the oven that's really, really hot. Yeah, the hot as it can be. Get that oil there. really hot. Yeah. And then you take it out and you pour your mixture into your, yeah. your tin holes. Put it back in. Do not open the door. Oh, do not open the door, which is really hard when you've got a ceramic <laughs> door and you can't see in and you're basing oh, that's it on true, yeah, the yeah. smell. 25 minutes and it's just such a wow when you open the door and they're just these big, gorgeous Yorkshire puds and they just pop out. Yeah. So again, I froze a load of them because I made about 25 of them. Wow. So really handy to just pull out of the freezer. Brilliant. It's so a, just and call it goes me Aunt with, Bessie. Goes with lots and lots of dinners. And yeah, there's Auntie Sarah. Never mind Auntie Bessie. No, I want to go to some questions from some followers. Yeah, and that Yorkshire pudding recipe is on my page. Yes, I yes. Uh, it's yet to fail me. I'm, so. I'm, I have to look at my phone for these questions. Oh, yeah. No, so I had done a question box uh, yesterday. Uh, anything I could help people with, and I will answer some of these on my page as well, but because we're going to the pub tonight, I said we'd get a few yeah. out now. Some of these I can answer, you know. Um, can you freeze red wine? Yes! Yes! Love your page, says somebody there. It does freeze slushy, so pour it into a Ziploc bag and just spoon it out as you need it. Yep. Dairy-free free lunch ideas, please. Now, I, I can talk about that because my kids are dairy-free. They don't they don't like cheese and they don't like... Well, you talk because I can't. They don't, they don't like even bread, so they won't do like a traditional sandwich. Oh, Isabel's got better, but they, they don't put butter or anything really? like that. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. So, wow. Mm, so for, for lunches, um, a pepper cut up, red pepper cut yeah. up, a carrot, carrot. cut up, um, apple... Uh, grapes crackers uh, all types of different crackers um, and yeah generally stuff like that plenty of vegetables that hold mm. um, 
even lettuce. And I see a question here about how do you keep your lettuce fresh, which I think I think has appeared on. We've got this is like episode sixty four. I think like sixty one of the episodes. It's how do you keep your lettuce fresh? There's always uh, a slice of lemon. Uh, slice of lemon into the box, and I I gave you the one the last time. I think where you just put it in tinfoil. Yes, and put it in tinfoil. That works with herbs as well, really yeah, well. Perfect. Yeah. Going into the and you got a week later, not a week later, that wouldn't work. But a few days later, you got perfect. Put it in tinfoil. Put it into your fridge. Uh, Dairy free lunch though, and it is difficult because I know particularly in our house, I say, well, you're hungry because you're not eating a sandwich yeah. or you're not having yeah, a carbohydrate, not or up, yeah. a bit of cheese or something like that. You know, you have to eat an awful lot of peppers to be full. This is it. So, uh, it, it, you know, that is it is a difficult one. There's no doubt about it. Healthy snacks for kids to munch. When they get uh, indoor from school, yeah, um, 13-year-old raiding the biscuits. That's a problem with a lot of parents, myself included. So some things that are really great um, to make maybe on a Sunday or at the weekend, just have them there, whether you throw them in the freezer and pull them out throughout the week. Um, breads, brown breads are great. And I know that some kids won't eat brown bread, but... Um, you just have to kind of go, well, it's the only bread we have and that's all you're having. And you can have it with a bit Tough of jam. shit. Tough shit, that's it. Like Nothing else. 80s style This parenting. isn't a restaurant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, which bread would you like? Um, scones is another great one um, because they're kind of in between, like in a kid's head, they're kind of a treat. Mm. Because you can have them with like... The raisins, a bit of sweetness in them. Yeah, with some jam or some honey. Jam, yeah. Uh, sausage rolls, always a great one to have sausage rolls. Um... They'd be kind of the popular ones that we'd use because there's there's a bit of Vulcan in them that you'll yeah. get. There's always a gap when they come in, uh, you know. So these days, what we try and do is have actually the dinner ready for when they come yeah, from I school. Yeah, I do the same. So that uh, that they don't have that time because no. like if they do get their hands on something, then they won't eat their dinner. Another yeah. handy thing to have is a pancake mix in the fridge. Yeah, just ready throw to on go. a pancake and yeah, give them an all pancake to get them by. It's literally flour, eggs, and mm. buttermilk, so there's nothing. You could leave my young fella alone now, and he would eat a full pack of crackers on his own by himself. Yeah. Crackers, dry crackers, nothing on them, just dry crackers. He would munch them like crisps. Um, could you please do a simple, tasty couscous dish to combine with a salad? Mm. Yeah, okay, so what you could do is you could fry off a little red onion. Now make sure that everything is chopped nice and small because you don't want big chunks of red onion with your couscous uh, or couscous. Couscous. Uh, Red onion, uh, some peppers, mixed peppers, chopped nice and small, uh, red, yellow, orange peppers would be nice. And what else? Some coriander would be lovely, chopped up or garnished at the very end. So fry up your onions, your peppers. You want to do a carrot, but again, everything really small. Um, fry them up till they get them nicely softened and then add in your cooked couscous. If you wanted to add some spices, you could add in some paprika and some um, <gasps> turmeric. And then you could garnish it. Also add garlic when you're frying off the veg. And then at the very end, toss that all together with some olive oil. Um, get it nice and slippy. And <laughs> add in your... Uh, <laughs> Coriander. You do this to yourself. I haven't even opened my mouth. I'm looking at the question there. <laughs> uh, add in your coriander at the end. So that would be a nice Coriander. Spice. You hate it. And they call it, in, in, in Mexico, it's called, I think, cilantro. Cilantro. Yeah, is cilantro. cilantro right. Yeah. So in, in Mexico, my brother was telling me, my brother lives in Mexico, and he was telling me, he said, Jesus Christ, they put cilantro in everything. On it's like everything. our parsley. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, so I end up in restaurants. Can you please do it? Or, or, he said, the, the only way out of this, he said, was I told them I'm allergic to cilantro. Okay, yeah. So then they they have, oh, and okay. they're like, you want more? And he's like, no, I don't oh, want yeah, more. Yeah, you don't like it. What happened? What did um, coriander ever do to the collies? We did a bad moment. <laughs> <laughs> coriander Tell soup. In the pub afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> coriander soup. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'd be really nice. And get that in a big bowl and let people help themselves. 
What is the difference, if any, between blend and fold? Okay, so to blend something will be to mix it, and it doesn't matter if it's if you mix the crap out of it, right. because it's just to, to mix it together like you would with a smoothie, like a pancake mixture would be blended together. A folding is much more gentle. Okay. You're trying to keep the air in. So if you're making, say, chocolate brownies and you've mixed the eggs with the sugar into this big fluffy mixture and you're folding in the flour, you don't want to lose that air. So generally what they say is a Mary Berry trick is, uh, you know, use your spatula, go around and through the centre. Yeah. Around. Keep doing that and just very gently. And once it's just all together like your brown bread, stop okay. otherwise you're going to lose don't overdo it yeah. yeah and what's the difference in between whisk and beat I know the answer <laughs> typically don't whisk it you can beat always it always beat <laughs> well you'll be beating out the cows come home this is going in the wrong direction altogether we should go to the pub and then come back and finish this <laughs> whisk and beat whisk <laughs> Can I uh, I prefer to whisk and David prefers to beat <laughs> Beat would be with a wooden spoon Which is what happened to us yeah. in the 80s I, I'll give you a beat I'll give you a late late show um, So yeah that would be beat wouldn't it So if, if you were mashed potatoes and you wanted them smooth You'd beat them Yeah I don't know but like what? Whisk whisk You'd whisk egg, egg, we, yeah, whisk eggs egg whites, scrambled yeah. eggs You wouldn't but, beat your egg whites no, I wouldn't. Unless they did something awful to me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody here is uh, blowing smoke up uh, um, <clears throat> the proverbials, uh, uh, and they're dead right. We'd love to see you on an evening TV show. Well, she'll be on the news fairly soon. <laughs> I might be on the news. <laughs> for whisking and beating. Uh, you're excellent at what you do, and you love and a grow for cooking. Well, that is true. Well, that would be lovely. I'd love to get on an evening TV show, so uh, hopefully the evening TV show people are listening. It's on the contract, though. It's in the contract. She has to bring her special brother-in-law with yeah, her. <laughs> Who keeps shouting, No, Mike, you prick! <laughs> it's all your fault I'm not on telly, David. Yeah, no, you're, no I, it'll be my re- fault. It'll be my fault. to that fella now. You'll be, the reason, you'll be the there. reason it'll be on the telly. Um, oh, we're talking about, and I, I, I've skipped, there's too many of these, and we're trying to get through them. But there's one they're talking about, uh, roasting tents. Yeah. Oh, the enamel roasters. Yes. So I showed, I was making a chicken during the week and I have my old-fashioned granny enamel oval roaster. Yeah, we we one too, yeah. are a lidded roaster. They're enamel and they're self-based. So you don't have to keep going in there and throwing And you get great gravy off it. Great gravy. And Mm. the meat is so tender. Great for a roasted beef or a chicken. Uh, Now, a lot of people came back to me when I said, it's not something you'd see. And a lot of people said actually that they saw them in... Uh, TK Maxx uh, some said little others yeah. said Tesco's yeah. uh, I got ours in Patrick Fahey's and Casabar kind of any of those kind of Homer stores the old fashioned ones I yeah. haven't seen them in like home store or more so just to describe Fahey's shop because we go in there all it's the time so you shop. get everything it's a great shop you get everything from a, a picture of our lord yeah. to a rat trap to the latest gadget for yeah. doing something for you it's just got everything, everything in there we got, a, we got a thing for putting your feet on and it was like 40 euro it's just the best shop in the world feet on. Like make you taller is it <laughs> You can put your feet on it and nobody knows that you're only five foot. She's woke up now. Um, But yeah, but you know, we we bought the enamel tin and actually when I brought it home, I put it up on my Twitter, the picture of the tin, uh, of the box, because I don't know what they were cooking in it, but it was certainly like legs. And there was something else coming out of it. It didn't look appetising. Yeah, didn't look. And we have a large one of those too, Mm -hmm. which when I see it coming out, it's a bastard to clean. Yeah, yeah. No, do you know how to clean? Small one's easy. Go on. Once you've taken your roast out and you've emptied it, fill it with water and put it back in the hob. Ah. 
And, and put, that lifts all the sticky on bits. And would it be, would you put in some, like, a lot of people put in a dishwasher tablet? Yeah, a dishwasher tablet or a squirt fairy. A squirt fairy. Yeah, uh, great job. Great job. So, yeah, somebody was wondering about the glass roasters with the lid. Do they yeah. do the same as the enamel ones? The reason they're not as good is because the enamel one, you get the sticky bits from your roast. It mm. will stick to the enamel and you can put that enamel directly back onto your gas hob. hob, whereas with the glass one, you can't. Yeah. And it doesn't tend to get the sticky bits as much. Uh, I can never get a roast beef right. Which cut is best and what's best temperature and any time tips? This this is a difficult one. The roast is, is a f- it's a fairly difficult well, one. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it starts off really with your, you got to get a good uh, butcher. butcher with yeah. a good piece of meat. So um, Go on. <laughs> we'll never get through this. Shit, David, what have you done to me? Oh, the bold Sarah's coming out. <laughs> I like my piece of meat. Right. Anyways, you want to get, preferably if you can get a roast on the bone, because anything on the bone is obviously going to be much juicier. <laughs> <laughs> I am seriously talking about a roast beef here. You're making me laugh. So if you can get your roast beef on the bone, brilliant. Uh, Silverside is good. Okay. Uh, rib roast. Hot rib roast on the bone. They are pricey, but they're very delicious. And adding the flavour, lots of vegetables in there underneath it. Carrots, onions, garlic, celery, herbs, rosemary, um, lots of salt and pepper. Seal the meat first. So yes, that's what get I was going to say. Into a, into a pan. Hot pan. Hot pan. Brown it off. Brown right? it off. So keep moving it around until all the red meat has just gone brown. You're only sealing the outer side of it. Um, also if you can marinate it in a bag overnight or in a bowl with some olive oil and garlic and herbs like rosemary overnight that's really going to add to the flavour seal it onto your bed of veg um, good glug of olive oil and put your lid on or your tin foil on top and just roast it away keep an eye on it take the tin foil off at the very end to, to just crisp up let it rest yeah yeah and then the gravy finish, then take the roast out let it rest and while it's resting uh, make your gravy so you're just adding in a spoon of flour in on top of all those vegetables and juices mix it well add in some beef stock and strain it yeah. and that's your delicious gravy that you would drink mm. so good how do you slow cook without a slow cooker good question well, you just have to use a low heat oven, preferably non-fan, because the fan does tend to dry out a little bit. So it's not ideal because you don't want to have a, a fan oven or an oven on for a very long period of time. I suppose it's not cost effective. So really, the best thing to do is get yourself a slow cooker. I think they're about 30 quid. Yeah, they are. They're a great they're job. They're a great job, yeah. honestly. They really are brilliant. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I've often told you on this podcast, we put the ham on and mm-hmm. leave it in it. It's just, it's yeah. just delicious. Hi, Sarah. I find when I freeze fresh herbs, they're soggy. Yeah, and um, and it, it says very nice to deal with after it. Maybe, um, maybe not very nice. Not maybe. very nice to deal with. I'd say she may have, or he may have, or they may have. Um, if I'm being politically good. correct, well, well saved. Um, a bit friggin' late now saving things. <laughs> I'd say they may have washed them first, and I know, like, yeah, you should wash your herbs, but they're not going to kill us. I don't wash mine, so with the softer leaf herbs like parsley. Uh, coriander basil those nice soft leaves chop them up and just put them into a Ziploc bag they're not going to be ideal to garnish a salad but they're ideal to add into things like soups and stocks or sauces that they're going to be going into a liquid you know you're not going to garnish uh, bolognese with frozen basil because it's going to be all like soggy but it's perfect to add to a sauce or whatever and then the woodier ones like thyme or rosemary just freeze the whole thing whole and then once it's frozen ruffle up the bag and the leaves will actually fall off the stalks and you dispose of the stalks and you have your leaves then (laughs) Um, 
we had a bag of frozen thyme in the in the uh, in the freezer for a while, and it, it just it wasn't sealed right. And when we just tried it out, the thyme nice. ended up absolutely oh, everywhere. No. I got an oval enamel roaster in Aldi months ago, thirteen euro. Um, I saw them back in Aldi again a few months later. Said, uh, uh, yeah, innocent. a couple there of people go. said that. Bam, bam, bam. So yeah. Air fryer, Sarah. Is it worth getting one? Family of six. Um. I think people kind of know where I stand with the air fryers. Number one, I'm a bit wigged out with them just from like the, the Teflon coating. I'm really, I suppose that will be a, a New Year's resolution. But something that I've been trying to veer away is um, things that have toxic coatings like Teflon. So I've bought, you know, a couple of non-toxic pans. I'm trying to go more silicone. Um, plastic chopping boards are quite dangerous because it's the, the, the plastic can end up in your food. I've got a mattress that is natural fibres. Just little things like that. So I have just kind of seen a few things natural online. Natural fibres? What kind of is this stuff with like horse, horse hair? It's a horse. It's a horse. It's a horse. We just stuffed a horse. Um, I shaved the horses <laughs> and I shoved the hair into a... Oh, I have a great photograph here of one of my dogs from many, many years ago. And I said, mm, I look at the dog there. That's just after Sarah gave him the haircut. The haircut. That's a poor tail. With the horse. <laughs> with the horse clippers. So the air fryers. Oh, I just enjoy cooking so much also. Like, it's yes. a bit like the soup maker. I love the process because I have the time and not everybody has the time. And I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't really do it for me. To play devil's advocate, I think, yes, go out and get one. Yeah. They're fabulous. People love them. Yeah. People love them. Yeah. No, but some people say to me, somebody did a chicken in one. I wouldn't be for that. No, so but for things like things sausages, like garlic bread, Germans make sausages yeah. in an old seven time. minutes, eight yeah. minutes in a, and you don't have to twist them or turn them or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, people rave about them. Yeah, and there's so clean. many different types and double basket ones. I just love cooking too much, and it's, I'm very lucky that it's my job that I can do that. But I get it if somebody's out the door at nine and not yeah. until six, and they've a load of people to feed and homework to do. Yeah, perfect. Um, a healthy treat to have with a cupboard that doesn't have a banana base. Um, healthy treats that doesn't have a banana base it doesn't have a banana uh, base do you know I was in doing my shop this week and we were very surprised I used my yucca app uh, yes. I was in the biscuit aisle and I was like I'm going to see now is there any sort of a healthy biscuit and even the rich tree got like 18 out of 100 really bad everyone was horrified with that because I think we've all done the whole I'm going to have a rich tea instead of a hobnob <laughs> And then we discovered and somebody messaged me and said, oh, that's a big thing in Slimming World. It's like rich teas are not healthy. Um, oh, are they not? No, no they're not. not. There were a lot of saturated fat in them. Oh. Yeah, so that's where all my followers were like, I shared it. And they were like, I can't believe uh-uh. it. I couldn't believe it. There was no biscuits that were any good in the biscuit aisle. So my advice is just have the bar of chocolate. Don't overdo it yeah. and enjoy it. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The most important thing is just <clears throat> to enjoy when you do mm-hmm. have one of those things, is don't just horse it into you. Enjoy well, you'd, it. You'd eat Take the your time. whole packet of rich tea and you still wouldn't be satisfied. Whereas yeah. if you just had a Twix, you'd be like, I've had a treat, now I'm grand. Now, okay, let's get through these quickly. Somebody says gravy video, but we've talked about the gravy, haven't we? We talked about all sorts of gravy already. How would you, um, shadow fry, how do you dispose of the oil? I mean, in our house, it's left to me. And the one thing we do know about the oil is do, do not, not put it down your sink. Particularly if you have a grease pot or if you have a septic tank. Yeah. If you're not, Do mistake. not put it down the sink. It's a disaster. Well, even if they don't have a grease pot or a septic tank and they're in town, it's still really... It's not great. It can do serious damage to your drains. So what I do is I put kitchen paper in on top once it's cooled. Yep. uh, Let that soak it up and then pop it in the bin. Or there's actually the Mayo County Council have a grease disposal Oh, over across the road here at Moaning so you can go in so you can pour it once it's cool, obviously, pour it into like a milk carton or a carton. Um... 
and bringing it to them and they wow. can dispose of it. Or, yeah, that's it. The main thing really is just don't. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't put it on the, the sink. sink. Yeah. Let it cool before you do anything with it as well. Uh, finally for now. Hi, Sarah. Can I get scones ready the night before to put them in the oven early the next morning? Yeah, you can make them up, pop them on a tray and do your egg wash, cover them in cling film lightly into your fridge and then pop them straight into your preheated oven. Great. Um, you can also freeze them raw or cooked. Keep those questions coming to yeah, Sarah's that was good. Instagram. Yeah, we get to, the next time we do a podcast, we we'll get through as many of those. Mm. Other business, as we like to say. Um, I have written here, sore knees. Tell us about the sore. <gasps> are, are they are they better? Oh, stop! They're still very like they're they're just they're just getting there now. So it was the most mortification of my life. I was doing a job. I was talking to you, literally, about a couple of two hours after it had happened to you. Did I send you pictures of them? No, you did oh not. God, did you you know, I shared them straight on the web. <laughs> what does Sarah do? Here you go, on you, here you go on news bruises. talk. <laughs> I know I had to be careful of who I showed my bruised knees to. Like, um, <laughs> There's people who pay money for that, you know. I know. Get, get myself in trouble. Uh, like, that was a week later. Oh. Yeah. So basically, I was uh, working, doing a job. In a supermarket, and you know me, like I don't walk, I run every 100 miles an hour. And I went from one area which was quite grippy, and I had just done a cookery demo and I had shoes on that had no grip. I now know why people in kitchens wear special shoes <laughs> and have special surfaces. So I was flying around and I came off a grippy area onto like a supermarket floor and had a piece of uh, spinach stuck to my shoe, oh. and literally. I don't even know how I know I did so much damage to my knees. I don't even know how I felt. I'm trying I did to think. It. How did you? How did it? I fall? And I was holding a spray bottle. Like I had a bruise, a really big bruise here, random bruises where the spray bottle ricocheted off my body. I ran out, slipped, and I remember the moment of. I was at the self service, the quick checkout. Uh, you know where people go to get cigarettes and like a nugget yeah. of vodka and also check out their three items. That's where I fell. There was gasps. People went. <gasps> Oh my God, is she okay? Yeah. I couldn't get up off the floor. Because <laughs> it was so sore. Luckily there was a lady with me and I was like, help me up. Oh no. So I got up and of course I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Oh no, I'm fine. And I was like, oh my God. I never wanted to cry with pain so much. <laughs> I remember thinking, I still have two hours work to do. I'm not going to be able to walk. And then the manager came down and was like oh my god are you okay uh, it's on the security camera somebody oh has it god. please in that shop share it with us now I'd say they had the best evening laughing at my fault <laughs> <laughs> that's all that was bothering me was they're going to go in now and see me oh that's exactly on my what they did on my exactly knees exactly what they did on your knees yeah so yeah you alright if we fell in your hole exactly <laughs> on my knees so yeah I had very sore knees uh, and they're only coming right now I'd wow. say I don't know can you, can you crack can you fracture a kneecap because it was my two knees. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've appeared to my knees now. Yes. <sighs> those days so when I was so healthy and now I'm just so, so broken. Um, we were talking before we started our podcast today. We're talking about our love of sleep. Mm. And uh, I was as I get uh, my sleep gets very interrupted these these days. I could wake up like seventeen times because my mind could be full of something. If a robin farted on a hedge outside, I'm like, what was that? Yeah. Who's farting outside? <laughs> um, so uh, I, I seem to get a better sleep if I go for like a nap. Uh, but you were telling me about this thing that you're doing, which is a sleep mask. What's what's a well, sleep? I just, I'm a very light sleeper, and I think we should absolutely all have individual beds. Oh yeah, so do I. Actually, in individual rooms would be individual, individual houses. Bonus, Two be houses great. beside each other. Um, 
so I'm very light sleeper anyways and uh, like if the kids cough I'm awake yeah if there's like a mooch outside there could be a fox out there that's it the same as that I'm like <laughs> wide awake I woke up during the week during the week at 3 o'clock in the morning I woke up and I was like what's that the heat was on I could hear the heat yeah. on and I was oh, what the heat on at three o'clock in the morning but it was one of the cats that changed the clock the cats she goes up on the radiator oh, and the clock is above shit. it and she's scripting along it and then she moved the clock our robot Hoover took off one night at like four o'clock in the morning and nearly <laughs> gave me the biggest heart attack robot anyway sleep mask so I got the sleep so, so your normal sleep masks it's like a little eye mask and an elastic that goes around your head this is like uh, silk really soft and it doesn't have the elastic it actually velcros around your head in a really wide band so like they're saying there's loads of benefits like well, it stops wrinkles and all that jazz but I just wanted something that I did notice I said she's very wrinkle free oh I thought you were going to say she's very wrinkly not very wrinkly fire my phone across at you <laughs> well I don't know how I've only worn it twice Um, so both on both nights I woke up and it wasn't on my head it was on the floor or it was at the bottom of the bed and I was like I don't know if this thing is any good but anyways I went to bed this afternoon just to do some work in my bed because I was frozen <laughs> with cold so I had a hot blanket a hot oh, water bottle on my feet and the hot blanket on in my bed oh my god oh, so alright there granny <laughs> no we had we had stood at Ballon Road Racecourse for oh, two yeah, hours for rugby, at a rugby yeah. blitz and I wore Converse and they were soaking and it was so oh, cold oh it's the worst feet get cold it's all over oh I just said don't even talk to me I just need an hour to lie down anyways I put this thing on my head set my alarm for an hour was completely convinced that I hadn't gone to sleep but the alarm went off. Yeah. So I and it cancelled the noise because it covered my ears. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. And I had a lovely sleep and woke up delighted with life. I have more stuff here now, but we're gone over time, so I've, I have we're to gonna have to come back next. Yeah, week. well, we're, we're not gonna have to talk about because uh, there's other things that are happening, big occasions that are happening over the next few months as well, which we'll have to cover, uh, and uh, we will do so. But I have a quick fire. Oh, have look, you? she's she's one leg ready to go out the doors of the bub, but there's a quick fire here. We're not finished yet, <laughs> and actually, I did want a new, fresh one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I probably this we've probably asked these. A well, I suppose I gave you a bit more notice. I didn't text she you did, yeah, last yeah. night. She last did, night, normally yeah. ten minutes before. Mohawk or mullet for the rest of your life. A mullet, I suppose. Oh, would you? Well, a mohawk, like. That's the one that sticks up. Yeah. You like a punk? Yeah. Well, at least a mullet, you could plait it. Yeah. I'd go for a mohawk. Would you? Yeah. Uh, a sh- so He'd a look well with the mohawk. Wouldn't I, yeah. Look at him, he thinks he's great. <laughs> look at the, near, turn, nearly turning 50, that <laughs> The lady. mullets are cat, though. I saw a kid one today, and I mean, honest to God, the parents. Like, Joe said to me, he said, Did you, what was your hair like? And I said, oh, well, mullets was in when I was young. And he said, really? Have you got a photograph in the black and white dinosaur times? Would I you said, let him get a mullet? I'd let him do whatever he wants. If he wants to put colour in his hair, if he wants to do it, let him do whatever he wants. Anything but a mullet. <laughs> um, if a shop, if you went into a shop yeah. and they gave you too much change, would you give it back or take it home? Depends how much they gave me yeah. back. I, it actually Depends did, on the shop. It, it actually happened to me recently and I gave it back. Um, I would now, but probably when I was younger I wouldn't. I'd have nope. taken it. And I probably have taken it and gone off. Batman or Superman? You're either Batman or Superman, or Batwoman or Superwoman. Sorry, I, or uh, Bat. Well, I am Superwoman. Super we all know that's that. The, that's, that's true. Um, I think Superwoman's Batwoman. Batwoman. What's the difference? Can they both fly? Well, one one can fly because of who who they are. The other one has to fly. They make things to help them fly. Oh, Spider Man. Oh no, what? <laughs> <laughs> but Bat Batman. 
guy in the black. Yes. Can he fly? No, he, he has can, a car. He no, can't he, fly. He can, he can kind of glide. <laughs> but he, Are you he, sure? Yeah, because he made the yokes. He's just a normal person. Oh, he's got the cool car, David. Yeah, he's got the and cool car. And he's got the guy that drives him. Yeah, but Superman is is Superman is can super. fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'll be Superman. How does Spider-Man come but into Superman. it? Superman... Because you said they've got things to help them fly, and then I just remember the spider Spider-Man, thing. Spider-Man, yeah. He'd be cool. Uh, but, but Batman is cooler than Superman. Oh, he Superman's is. Superman's a bit of a He's a dork. With his leotard. Yeah. Um, four foot five or seven foot seven? Definitely four foot five, because being five foot ten, I know how hard it is to get trousers to fit me. Five foot ten in her heels. Excuse me, I'm six <clears> foot in my heels. What are you in your heels? <laughs> um, you have to cook. Oh, this is a good question, actually. You have to cook everything from now on in either an air fryer or a microwave. Probably an air fryer because there's different variations. There's like mm. roast and air fryer, whereas microwave, it's just microwave. Just microwave. Uh, and you have to wear winter clothes or summer clothes all year round. Winter clothes, 100%. Yeah. Give me big Polo jumpers, chunky, jumpers, chunky jumpers. In yeah. the height of summer, not a problem. That's mm-hmm. a quick fire quiz. That was a very good one. It was good, wasn't it? I'm very proud of myself for drinking. I might just come back a little sooner next time, no, David. We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see about that. <laughs> now, we're off to the pub. Yep. Keep following Sarah on Instagram. Keep listening to her on uh, News Talk Radio, Mondays, 12.30, the lunchtime show, talking all sorts of stuff. See if she actually says, whips something and starts laughing. You'll be listening to me going, that is not the same person that does the podcast. This is the professional version. <laughs> this, is the, this is the, what's the word I'm looking for? The professional. No, this version here today. It's oh, it's the real. Uncensored version. It's the real you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want the professional version of me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you get me on the radio every morning, seven o'clock. You get David on Midwest when you're getting your breakfast. And you're getting your breakfast in the middle there. You play great music, I have to say. Now you're, you're you're good at the old music for uh, Monday motivation. Yeah. Midweek slumps. You you pull out some good ones. I there. do. You I, do yeah. Actually, I actually put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. I used to, but yeah, I no, do you now. You do. You do. You've often I've been under pressure, going, oh, okay, I needed that song. A great one. As a guy. Uh, sent me a clip yesterday he was in his car as I was finishing my show and he just took a video so I'm on the radio and he took the video and he sent it to me yeah. of me saying you know uh, I think I said have a fabulous Friday and have a great weekend I'll talk to you Monday right yeah. and he sent me that clip and he said I just sent this to my daughter who lives in Belgium mm. and she sent me back this and the note came back to say <laughs> I have nightmares every time I hear that music because obviously you a lot of people associate it with school. Yeah. yeah. They associate, they hear my voice or they hear that music and they go, oh, that's when I was late for school. Yeah. It's like a Glen Rowe moment. Totally. You know, <laughs> if David's over, you're late. Yes. You have to be in the car. You're in before. trouble. Yeah. yeah. So you can, um, and of course you can email Sarah Butler at home. At gmail.com. Aha. Shane. And we'll talk to you. When we talk to you. Very soon. Quite to win in an hour's time. <laughs> from the pub. Bye. <laughs> Bye.